Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah. Ah, wow, it's great to be back. Unbelievable. Can you imagine sitting in some guy's house in South Africa on the final day? What a share. Nobody was there. The house is empty besides two massive dogs. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see the end, end of Sheer. I realized if I have two dogs in the house, and I'm talking about a Kelevra, I might as well have them show up in the Sheer. So, uh, did it come out okay? I didn't see it. Okay, great. So, it's great to be back. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here now. Oh, there's a lot of volume. We'll use that in a second. I just want to say, once in a while, you see the Gdolim also, not and I'm a girl, but the Gdom used to go on vacation, they used to go to Switzerland and stuff. You got to refresh your batteries every so often. And Chaval, uh, it wasn't longer. Maybe next time. I, I think I was only away for nine Shirim. So it's great to be back. I don't have to do the lighting and the, and the audio and the this and that. We have a Remy Cohen up there today with the new equipment. Bezer Hashem. It should go well. Really? How many hours did it take to set up? Many hours. All right, so we'll get right into it. Tomorrow morning at 7.15, there's a shear again. And uh, we got to prepare. We just got off the plane a little while ago. So here goes. Uh, a little uh, African rendition of Good Morning, Raboisa. Hold on. I just want to say uh, it's a vacation. So the only difference is I'm wearing a jacket because it's cold. I'm wearing a white shirt, but I'm wearing different shoes. That's it. So don't don't start judging now. Okay? Good morning, I like this guy, he shows up to help out. <laughs> Alright, this, as I promised yesterday, I was preparing the daf next to the water hole and a giraffe decided to show up. And it's a whole long mahalach until it gets down because it can't drink from its normal position. It has to do this whole thing. And the, the, I don't know if you realize the reflection in the water. Good stuff. I have, maybe I'll share some more pictures. All the pictures, I think, I didn't see the shiurim, but I sent Yosef pictures. The pictures that you saw, I think, right? All of them are pictures that I took. Some really good pictures out there. Beseder, what else do we have here? Oh, Dear Rebelli Shum I read your Ami magazine a few weeks ago. Really got really inspired. I went through a difficult year. I wasn't learning anything. I read your interview. The Daily Chiz, Gishmak, Frischkeit, shiurim videos. My yearning the Shama was lighted up and I started a daily Gemara Shir and daily means daily including Shabbos. Since I'm right now in the hospital fighting cancer, I'm only doing an Amr a day but trying not to skip a day even though I could really be exhausted and weak. I shouldn't give up on this recharging connection. I feel that this Shir that I started in Yitzchus gives me strength and keeps my Matzav Ruach up and helps me battle with the illness by being connected on a daily consistent basis to Chai... To Thank you for being making it sweet a thousand years around the world. Should stand for you and your family forever. We're holding there already. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Shimon Smilowitz. Dear Rebellion, first of all, thank you for your amazing share that gives you so much chinos to so many thousands of people. Same exact words. It's a real big schos. I saw that first few days in Africa was a real challenge. I like this email for you. With all the uploading, actually getting the share throughout your whole trip. You have no idea. To be on vacation, and these, you go out on a jeep. Shalom Aleichem Tomer. Wow, your brothers really hooked me up. Gili and Dani, unbelievable. What is it called? The Kosher Safari? TheKosherSafari.com. Great guys. Bemis. Even if you don't have a good safari, you'll have a good time with them. <laughs> That's for sure. Great. Emis of people. So basically, you're going on two trips a day. Each trip lasts for at least three hours. That's six hours that right off the bat. Plus, you have to eat meals with your family. You've got to be a mensch. Plus this, plus that. Because there's very, very little time to learn and to prepare sheer. And then I spent many hours uploading every shear because the internet would come in and now you're out somewhere in Yobitsville. One, uh, some, most of the shear took about eight hours to upload. Eight hours. Ask Yosef. He would get them two, three in the morning. Crazy stuff. So look, look what he says. He says, of the, the famous concept of Torah that's very difficult. That's what lasts. So he writes, Torah Shalomati Ba'af Rika. Okay, Givaldic. Since Subas, Toronto, since Subas. I told you, I like when people write in when they learn, so it's good. We're starting it. Uh, 2 30 a.m. Europe time. 2 30 a.m. He writes his email. I finish now. Daf, Moida'ani. Daf, Mem Aleph. Was drifting a bit now, tired, keep going until I can Monday, I was in the Channel Tunnel while waiting to cross from the UK. I learned Daf, which is a game changer. First time in my life. Maximizing my time for Torah to catch up with the daf, the first chance I have. First time in his life that he sat in a tunnel, waiting in traffic, popped open a Gemara and learned some Torah. Please see attached photo of me watching the shir while on the train. Kind regards, Shulam Berkovitz. Do me a favor, Yosef. I, didn't, I don't know if I had the picture or not. Maybe throw it in here. You should know. Yeah. The, tra- the tunnel is on a train between France yeah. and France. He is, or are you saying? You drive onto the train. You drive onto the train, and the train takes you from France to England. Raboy said the shear is now available as a video on the podcast, on all the podcast apps. So if you're interested, not just hearing it, but seeing it, I don't know what it takes to put it on, but I'm sure it's some work over there. All the way back. Ah, you went all the way back. How did you do that? That's a whole. All the way? No, you didn't. From Brachas? That's uh, like 2,000 off. Uh, I mean, 1,000 off. Wow. Hi, Rebelli. <laughs> it's not for reading live. Okay? So what am I supposed to do? I put it in already. It's too late. I'm fascinated by the majesty and the beauty of South Africa. It's more pleasurable to learn the daf with you. Beautiful backgrounds. I started learning the daf online. I'm currently just one daf behind me because of Tisha B'Av. Baruch Hashem. People are still sticking with it. I know Tisha B'Av is very, very difficult. On the 40, you mentioned, aha, okay, that's why this one. Okay, Tzvi, Shimborski, Brooklyn, New York. I started learning the Dafa, the rebellion, my uncle. I, that's why I put it in, because of this. How things go around in a circle. He started learning it, his uncle, Eli Weinberg, Elio Ben Rebavrom. He was a big follower of rebellion, loved learning the Dafa, was nifted a few months ago at the age of 59, two days after rebellion's live share in Brooklyn at the end of April. The selfie he took with the rebellion was his last photo taken. And because he was nifter or in schus of his neshama, here's somebody that's learning Torah. So it's a big circle. Svi Shimborski. Rabbi Yisai, the Koyal sponsored 
for all the new people that joined. Schos them. Are you new? Sort of. Your schos. The second Kailal sponsor is Avi and Rachel Kamiansky in memory of, of Rachel's gra- uh, mother. Rachel's mother raised a Gitel Bas. Esther Rita should be a Malizi Shara on behalf of us and our children. The Mesefa sponsored. For my children. Sponsored. Jeff Razan, my sons, Yosef Simcha Chaim Ben Tsarochana, Rufur Shleima. First Parnas Achoydish by the Laki Lamavik families, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Tori is the best Gula. Parnas Achoydish. Is it Zachariah Ben Moshe? It always says Moshe Ben Zachariah. And Leilu Nishmas. The Zayde, Moish Menorah, and three cousins, Sarah Klein, Riki, and Rechel Menorah, and the 12th yard side, the Nishama Shalala, and Eliyah, by Benjamin Esti, Israel. Dr. Avram Epstein, the memory of my precious Southern Belle wife, mother, and grandmother, Rita Gay Epstein. Paris Achaydish, number five, Michael Bamela, Mati Pearl, and Aaron Hirsch. Reserved to make it to Umar Hashanah this year. Rabbi Isai, here we go. Brand new Perik. So if you're starting today, it's an amazing day. Lamaisa, every single day is a great day to start, but we're starting a brand new Perik. And we're holding all the way in the bottom of Daphim Aleph Amid Beis. Yeah, it's a brand new Gemara. And those who finished Ksubis Volume 1, sponsored by Fischl, he's giving another gift, a brand new Art Scroll Volume 2, if you did every Daph in that volume. And if you bring a friend to join this year, it's a... Perfect time to start. You get a free Gemara, and the guy gets a free Gemara. If you just started today, you could just sign up and get a free Arts with Gemara. Naira, the official Mishnah, talking about official, the official Mishnah is sponsored by Moshe Cohen for Atzlocha with Limud Atayr and Parnasa. Naira Shinispatita, we're talking about a very, very interesting sugis here. Exactly these knosses and these different payments that one pays a woman if he seduces her or violates her, is it considered money or is it considered knas? Does it go to the father when he dies? Does it go down to the children? That's the Shiloh. Is it a Yerusha? If it's a knas, not. If it's Maman, yes. Let's see. Nairush is Patito. You have a girl who's a Nairush. She's 12, between 12 and 12 and a half years old with Simonim. Who was seduced? The Gemara is going to say, and what about a woman who was violated, not seduced? The Gemara says, same halacha. Bashta ubgama. So what we're doing right now is a chazara. You do a little chazara. The Gemara is going to explain it's not a chazara because there's a little chiddush all the way at the end. But all this is very familiar. Bashta, her humiliation, and I was humiliated in South Africa because I kept on saying humility and nobody was there to correct me. So I keep saying the same word, humility, humility, and everybody starts laughing because Eli, with his humility, her humiliation, which he has to pay, depending on what family she comes from, depending who the guy is, we learn if he's very chashev or very not chashev, it's less. If he's an in-between guy, it's more. Her devaluation, the fine, it all goes to her father. Now, a woman who was violated, she's called a tfusa. Check this out. It says in the Pasuk in chart number one. This is a lashon from the Torah, says Rashi. He grabbed her. So she's called a grabbed. A grabbed woman. Also, you can note that it says nara. 
That comes in the next second. Naira is talking about between 12 and 12 and a half versus a Bugeres is already 12 and a half. So that money goes to the father, as it says, Mefurish in the Pasuk. Well, at least for the Knas. Harein Shalav, Meisav, what if the father dies? Now what? Who gets the Knas? You hear the Shaila? The father's not, not around anymore. From Yeshivat Ma'alot, all the way up north, he says him and his friends do the daf, Yishkoyach, he's doing it for over a year. What's your name again? Tani Rosenstein. Tani Rosenstein from Yeshivat Ma'alot, next to Miron. So, Haran Shalachim. It doesn't go to the girl herself, it goes to the brothers. Why does it go to the brothers? Yerusha. But if the father died before she made it to Bezdin, Harein Shalatzma. Now, as Machlaik is reshining him here, what exactly? Hain is plural. So the simple reading would mean Hain. Knas, Boishes, Gam, plural. Tyson says, he brings a, this is some sort of Hekesh. Other Rishonim argument says, no, Hain means the money of the Knas, but the Boishes of Gam not. Okay. Omda Badin, why? Because again, if Boishes and Gam is a monetary. Halacha, it's not a knas. You embarrass somebody, you pay the money. It's not a knas. Depends on how much you embarrass. You embarrass a hundred, you pay a hundred. You embarrass five hundred, you pay five hundred. If she comes from, uh, she's a bas malachim, and he's an average guy, it's a lot of money. So, so that goes down to Yerusha. There's no, nothing to do. Why, why should she get it? It went to the father, goes to her, goes to the boys. Om the bedin, actually bugger. Same halacha, repeated, but in a different way. Because she went to Dintaira before she became a big heiress, before she's 12 and a half. Harein Shalav. So the one who goes to the father. Meisav. What if the father dies? Harein Shalachim. It goes to the brothers. Oh, this is the case. If she didn't make it to the din until she became a big heiress, and it says in the Pasuk Naira, in red, Naira, Harein Shalatzma. Then the money goes to her. Rabbi Shimonoim, Rabbi said, pay attention here. Because this is going to be a big sugi here. These words. The, 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 the word over here is ligvois. If she didn't collect the money, the father didn't collect the money. Ligvois. It's nothing to do with going to Bezdin and Bezdin Pasgani. It's literally receiving the money in hand. Rabbi Shimon argues, Rabbi Shimon says the key word is when it gets to the, to the father's hand. Anything before that point, you could go to Bezim, Bezim could pass it, that this terrible individual owes money. He's ma'anis. It's nothing. Until the money gets to the father. If it doesn't get to the father, then she gets to keep it. Continues the mission of If she worked, her salary and the objects she, the objects she finds, we have to understand why exactly even though she didn't collect, because her salary is mamain, and mamain goes Birusha to the brothers. Says the Gemara, Michael Mashmalan, the whole Mishnah seems redundant. Tanino, we just learned. 
The difference between the Oynas and the Mefata, the Mefata gives three things. Vo'inus are ba, and the Oynas pays four. Ha Mefata noisim boishes gam knas, three things. Boishes gam knas, moisev ala vo'inus, shenoisim satsar. And the Ma'ana is the one who violates a woman, he has to pay a fourth thing called tsar. Pain. We said by Mefata there's no pain. Pikhoi Shebehem say, explain that there's no pain. This, that, the other. Okay. Grada, somebody sent me a nice shot. I didn't look into it. I was, uh, we were talking about boiling water. What's the pain? Boiling water on a bald man's head. Or like a needle for, for bloodletting. And, uh, you know, I was wondering. I mean, it seems kind of painful to get uh, boiling hot water on your head. I was like to get it a bunch of times. I was actually in the hospital. I don't remember, but I was in the hospital for three weeks, I think, or longer, two months. I don't remember anymore. A whole boiling thing of water spilled. I poured it on myself. One of those... You know, the urns for Shabbos, you take out the coffee. When I was two years old, climbed on the counter, opened it up. It hurts. It hurts a lot. So on a bald head, my son told me it's pretty painful and he's bald. He's one of the Baldwin brothers. So the guy explained in his email, I forgot who it is, but basically what he's saying is, it's the pain versus the pleasure. You're talking about the ma'anas. So a guy takes a hot shower, it's painful, but there's pleasure. Or he's bloodletting. So he gets the pleasure of the bloodletting, but the needle hurts him a little bit. That's, that's the time. Interesting pshat. Okay. Says the Gemara. So, so, why, so why do I have to repeat the whole Mishnah? The whole Mishnah said exactly what we learned in the Mishnah in the middle of Elonaris. Says the Gemara. Perhaps I need to tell you the, the part of the father. That the father gets it. If there's a payment that comes from the seducer, if it goes to the girl, think about it. She was seduced. In other words, she was willing. She was Michael, everything that's going to happen to her. If she's willing, she's telling the guy, I'm Michael the, the Busha, I'm Michael the Begam, I'm willing. So why does the guy have to pay? So obviously, this halacha that goes to the father, we already see beforehand. We don't need, we don't need our Mishnah. Om din says the Gemara, but I do need the last, last part of the Mishnah, that when she went already to, to court, we have machloikis, if it has to do with the gvia, or it has to do with going to court, and then paskening that he owes money. Nanahasam. Anasto petito esbiti. A guy sues another person, says, "You're my daughter, or you're mafata my daughter." Those two stories didn't happen on two different people, two different times. Mashbiachani, so I'm going to give you a shvua. Now we're going to be discussing a little bit about the shvua. I make you swear. Vomar amen, and he says, "Okay, I'm asking to swear. I swear." And then the guy admits that he lied. So he has to pay what's called a sham gzelos. So check this out. It's a bunch of psukim here. I chopped down the psukim, obviously. These are not the whole psukim, so don't come betainus. I even took out the last word on the whatever. It says, v'chamishisov yosef olav. I didn't even have room for the word olav. V'kichesh v'amisoy. So the first word is the drush that we're going to learn. The guy is denying everything. He denies Bipikadain. 
He denies that he got a deposit, or another story, he denies that he had Tzumasiyad, Begezel, Oshak Asamisoy, salary Tzumasiyad, Gezel, robbery, Oshak Asamisoy. He denies it all. Vinishbal Shaker, and then he swore, like in our case, he swears, invite the next Pasuk. First, he has to pay the Karen, the Chamishisov Yosef Alav, he has to add a fifth. In addition to that, you see Pasuk Chavay, the last three words, he has to bring an Asham, Asham Gzelos. He has to bring a carbon. So we're going to be discussing this carbon a little bit now. And how does this whole thing fit into our Mishnah? We're going to have to get to Ahmed Beis for that. So a guy again, a guy tells somebody, you were Ma'anas, my daughter, you owe me 50 shekel. He denies it. He says, okay, make a shvua. No problem. I'll make a shvua. He makes a shvua and he says, you know what? I lied to you. Chayov, he has to bring a sham gzelois and a chaymish. Reb Shimon Poiter, Reb Shimon says he's not chayov. Why? Shalem shalom knas, api atzmar. It's a knas. At the end of the day, there's no edim. And there's no, so according to Reb Shimon, it's still considered a knas. He didn't collect yet, so it's considered a knas. He doesn't pay. Omer loy, api shalem shalom knas, api atzmar, am shalom boishib gam api atzmar. Says, explains Rashi based on what the Gemara is going to say all the way at the end. The guy knows the father who's suing this violator guy. You hear what's going on here? He's suing him. He knows what he's suing. He knows not to sue him for a knas. Because if he's going to be moid in the knas, what's going to happen? Potter. That we had yesterday. Moid in the knas, potter. So what is he suing him? He's suing him for the bushes and the gam. He's suing him for monetary payments. There's still a monetary taina here. So for that, he has to pay. He has to, give a, he has to bring a carbon. So Abayi asks Rabba. So interesting, Rashi says on the spot, who's Rabba? Rabba bar Nachmeni, the Rabbi Hava. He was his Rebbe. Okay, so now we know the Rabba, the famous Rabba bar Nachmeni, is Abayi's Rebbe also. Not just Rabbi Yosef, Rabba. So Abai asks his Rebbe, what we just had, I already brought you to Bezin, everything is Sheker. It's like that joke I said 4,000 times. I don't even know how it goes. The Yomi, you borrowed my, my car. No, I didn't borrow it. And not only did I borrow it, but when I borrowed it, I returned it in perfect condition. And not only did I return it in perfect condition, but it already came broken. I don't know, kids are one of those jokes. Kids are, I didn't do this, I didn't do that, nothing. You didn't even take me to Bezdin, nothing, nothing. And then he, he swears. And after he swears, He's Maida. You see all the steps? I actually brought down the steps for later. Here. Zaydim. Are there Aidim here? I don't even know. I'm a Tichabadin. This is for later. But you see all the last steps here. Yuchayev. And he says, no, nothing ever happened. No, no Pitu, no Amadabadin, no Chiyav Maman, and I'm gonna be Nishba. And then he then after after everything, and he's Nishba the Shaker, he's he's Maida. What's Rabbi Shimon going to hold in this case? So this 
you can get rid of this chart. I don't like this chart here. It's for later. This knas as sabaya does it flip into a monetary obligation because Bezin says he's chayiv. Once Bezin says he's chayiv, now there's a chayiv moment. It's no longer knas. He should pay this asham gzelis. What we're talking about. This we're going to see, Rabbi Yisai, all the way at the end of the sugya. We'll cheat a little bit. I'll tell you the end. The spoiler. Rabbi Shimon at the end holds, since it starts as a knas, it stays a knas. Yeah? We're, I was in Africa, so I'll tell you an African joke. It's not the greatest joke, but it explains the sugya a little bit. There's a guy that was looking for a job. Actually, in Africa, they had a lot of these people. They have them also in Chicago. But in Africa, I saw a lot of them. They wear these very heavy... Um, uh, it's like plastic and metal and it says, you know, car wash over there. You know, they walk up and down the streets. Guy, they get paid literally, what's the salary? Over there? Three, two and a half dollars an hour, literally. Schwitzing like crazy. And they wear a funny hat and the whole thing. So similar like that, a guy got a job in the zoo in Africa and he dressed up as a lion. There's a lion, he's walking back and forth in the cage and everybody thought it was a lion. One of the guys comes running to the, to the manager and says, listen, I want my money back. I heard the lion say, when is the shift over? So the guy says, come, come. Let's, let's hear it. Let's listen. And the lion's roaring and walking back and forth. He says, see, it's a lion. It's roaring. So what's the pshat? It doesn't matter if you're roaring. At the end of the day, I, I heard a human being talk, so it's not a lion. It, it, right now, you're right. That's the shadow over in the Gemara. It's not a funny joke. At the end of the day, no, it's funny. At the end of the day, it's a knas. How did it start? It's a knas. Oh, you want to tell me now it turned into money? This, look, it's roaring. It's money. No. Rabbi Shimon says, it's a knas. It's an oinus. Oinus, mefat is a knas. Yes, Bezdin said that you should pay. Okay, so he has to pay. So he, but at the end of the day, it's a knas. It's not a monetary obligation. That's how he holds at the end. Okay, so remember that joke, the shrach the, the, the joke, so you can understand pshat. It's money. Since it flips into a monetary obligation, so now that he lied about it and he said, I never went to Bezdin with you, which is a fat lie, so he has to bring a carbon, he has to bring a sham zelos. So he asked him a kasha. As a buyer to rabbi, I don't understand. You're telling me that it flips into money. Just so you're familiar with this for a second, to see this chart for a second. This is the sefer. Okay, so we're familiar. It's not going to say the whole sefer, but that's what we're learning right now. We're learning the blue part, the sefer. Okay. If a guy denies the what the father is saying, or another case of a knas, your axe killed my slave, and may I want my 30 shekel. What if the slave says, an unbelievable thing in the Torah, you knock out a, a slave's tooth, even like during basketball, whatever it happens all the time, when you have a boxing match, you knock out his tooth, he's free. Even though he's worth $10 million, he goes out free. Says Rashi, I'll tell you, I know it's a knas. How do I know it's a knas? Because 
An Eved is like a Chamar. And if you knock out a Chamar's tooth, he doesn't go out free. So the fact that the Eved goes out free, you see it's a Knaz. And he denies everything, of course. That's our story. And he, and he swears falsely. And then he admits that he swore falsely. We're talking about a deposit. That's the whole passage we saw before. By a loan. That's a salary. That's a salary. is a loan. Salary. And he denies this all. Or the next passage says he found he, he didn't do a shop. And he denied What's what's the tzadashav of all these things in the pasuk? A salary is monetary obligation. Robbery, monetary obligation. None of these things are a knas, a loan, monetary obligation, a deposit, monetary, a metzia. Yatsu shame knas. We say the word knas, tell you Maisa from Rebbe Yashiv. A guy got a knas in yeshiva. I never learned in yeshiva like that. We used to get other things, but some yeshivas, if you do something wrong, you don't come to shakras, they give you 50 shekel. You have to pay yeshiva 50 shekel. So the guy didn't bring the money. So the Meshgir said, okay, for every day you don't bring, it's another 10 shekel. So the guy went to Rabbi Yashiv and told Rabbi Yashiv that they're charging him ribbis in yeshiva. The knas was 50 and now it turned into to 70. It's ribbis. So Rabbi Yashiv said no. It could be said as a joke. I, I don't know. That, that, but this is the story. He said that the knas was because you did something wrong and now you just proved that you're a real mechutzaf. You didn't pay what the Meshgiach said you should pay, so you're mechutzif. So the original class is really 70. So maybe it's like more of a joke than anything else. Okay, fine. So that's the story about knas. Now we turn to Daphne and Beis of the Beis. By Moshe Horn, in honor of Zach, the Rock, Rocklin and Lenny Learner CPA, and Yankel Cohen. Do we still say, we say Yankee Cohen? Huri Newman, in honor of Rebelli. My love, Bishom Bedin. So now Bai's asking, perhaps he went to Dintaira. Now, so you don't have to look in Rashi. This is chart number four. And it says like this. Rashi says, Do I, you see chart number four of Remy? There was Edim, and there were Mechaivim. And after the Mechaivim, the guy that's owed the money too goes and says, please pay me up. So he's Tevayim. And then the guy said, no, I never had, there was never Adam, you never went to Bezdin. He's potter from Asham Gzelos. So Kishom Abedin is a bunch of things going on there. Just, so I saved you Rashi, you don't have to look at Rashi. So you see that you potter Mekarban. And what did you, Rabbi, my Rebbe, tell me when I asked you, says Abai, you told me that according to Rebbe Shimon, He's chayev in a carbon. It's mamain. Mama, you're chayev. Over here it says mafurish. Who says this? Who's the author of this? Reb Shimon. In the Reish, in the Seifa, right? Again. Eisvei, Reb Shimon, Oimer, seven lines from the bottom. Reb Shimon is the one who says this whole thing. And he says mafurish, that what? That he's potter. Loi. So Rabbi answers him, no. 
Now, Abaya knew that Rab is going to say this, right? But that's typical Gemara. He was setting him up a little bit. Okay, so Rabbi says, no, we're talking about he never went to Bezdin. If he never went to Bezdin, that's when Rabbi Shimon says, you potter, it's still a knas. And a knas, you potter. Potter from a karma. But Abaya says, okay, very good. I thought about that also. Oh, so here's the ratio and here's the seifa. Now we're going to say the ratio. Says the ratio, this whole pasuk of v'kiches ba'miso, this whole thing, perhaps all the way then says you pay a carbon. These are all things gazel uh, You know all these things that have principle. What about knasos? Like when you steal, you have to pay double. Or if you you shech the animal. Or you sell the animal, you pay dal depending if it's an ox or sheep. Or in his mouth, fat of him, what's his shemra? These are also knossos. Minayin. How do I know that you have to bring a carbon? The extra word teaches us also when it comes to knas, riba. Says, Abayatez Rebbe, Echidami, Idalayomat Bedin, Kfeilami Iko. You're telling me what's the top, the top line on the Ahmed. Rabbi says, Loy Omad Bedin. We're talking about a case, they never went to best. And that's why you potter from a carbon. So, <clears throat> if you're potter from a carbon in a case of not going to Bezdin, so how's their kefal? Who could give you a chi of kefal if you didn't go to Bezdin? So we're talking about that he went to Bezdin. So now if we go back over here to this little chart, we have a ration of Seifa. It's all in one b'risa. And if you're telling me that the ratio, which is talking about kefal, has to be talking about, l'chayra, has to be talking about that there's a dintayra, that's why there's, there's a kefal. So then the, the blue part, the safe is also talking about that they went to a dintayra. So how in the world can you rather tell me that it's talking about when they didn't go to a din? says Rabba, I thought about this all. I can say, no, you know what? The ratio and the safe are talking about two different cases. Going to, the, one was, with, with, there was din tire, not a din tire. V'kula Reb Shemini. And the entire thing goes according to Reb Shemini. V'shenui d'chike le mishanin in love. But I didn't want to give you a tchak. Why? Honestly, listen to Reb Shemini Oymer, or listen to Seif, a divri Reb Shemini. So that's why I made this little chart here. So if you look at the chart, there's a ratio. Ain't li yel dvor shemishamim, blah, blah, blah. Then the Seif, how does the Seif start? Reb Shemini Oymer, yochal Oymer l'chaveiroi. You see the problem? Either the Rib Shimon Oimer should be in the beginning of the Reisha, because you tell me both the Reisha and the Seifa is Rib Shimon. So Rib Shimon Oimer in the middle of a, of a Bryce, it makes no sense. Either you say it all the way at the end, or all the way in the beginning. You could end off, Divrei uh, Rib Shimon. Okay, great. Or you could say in the beginning, Rib Shimon Oimer. But you can't say in the middle of a Bryce, Rib Shimon Oimer, Yochal Oimer L'chaver. Rib Shimon Oimer in the middle of a Bryce means that the Bryce is not Rib Shimon. So that's a Tchak, says Rabbah. Therefore, you're right. It's consistent. The red and the blue is talking about when he went to Din. Now he's taking it back. So Abayah kind of got him. You're right. Okay, so what's the Nafkimin? The Reish is Rabbanon, the Seif is Rib Shimon. That's why it says Rib Shimon, Oimer, that makes sense. I will admit to you when it comes to this carbon that we're talking about, the Rahmana Patre, 
Since it says the word Bekicheish, so I admit, says Rabbi, that Rav Shimon doesn't consider the Knas after he, was, he stood Bedin. We're talking about Omad Bedin. Rav Shimon doesn't hold that it's considered Knas after he stood Bedin. When does it become Mamun? When it hits his hand, Lig voice. It has to be Gavu, it has to be in his hand. Standing by the entire means nothing to Rav Shimon. It doesn't flip from a knas into mamet. Why? Because the Torah says v'kichesh, v'chikah But when do I say that it's considered mamet? Le'risha le'banav. Only for one thing. It's not considered mamet that you have to swear on it. It's considered mamet that you give it over to your sons. It doesn't have more. It doesn't go to the daughter to the to the girl. Maybe I don't. It doesn't go to the girl. It goes to the sons. Okay. We're almost finished. Boys, don't worry about it. If you speak a legal voice, because it's kind of late here in Eretz Yisrael. If you speak a legal voice, now we're finally, finally, why do we bring this whole sugya? Because of our Mishnah. Do we have a raya from our Mishnah? If the girl wasn't able to collect, before the father died, then it doesn't go to the brothers, it goes to her. What do you see? From the Mishnah. If the girl gets it, it means it's what? It's a knas. If it's mamain, mamain goes to the father, to the sons. It goes to the sons. Mamain is a monetary obligation, doesn't go to the girl, it's a Yerusha. If you're telling me what we just said, we just finished off, that it's considered money, a monetary obligation, which goes to the kids, then why does she get it? It go to the brothers. Listen to this. Twenty-two years they had this kasha. Could somebody open up the door? It locked automatically, and somebody's trying to get in. It goes like this. The last Ahmed in Masechtas Brachas, the Gemara says the very, very famous story, that Rabba and Rav Yosef, one was the Oiker Harim, Rabba was the Oiker Harim, and Rav Yosef was Sinai. What does that mean? Rabba was... A tremendous lamdan, like we call it today. He was very, very sharp. He could uproot mountains. Rav Yosef wasn't as sharp, but he knew Kalatari Kula. And they wanted to know which one is better for, to being the Rashiva. And what did they decide? No, anybody? What's better? Rav Yosef is better. Why? Because he knew Kalatari Kula. It's better for Rashiva. You need to know all of Tyra than to being a lamdan. Stam. I'm sure I spoke about it back then. <laughs> Today's, today's Lamdanim versus knowing Kalatari Kula. Okay. It's better for being a Roshiva. You need to know all of Tari. So they said, no, so be the Roshiva. He said, no. Because Omerli Kaladai, the, the stargazers told him he's only going to be Roshiva two years. That means he's going to die in two years. So why should he give up his life now? Let Rabba be the Roshiva. And when he's done, I'll be the Roshiva. So Rabba was a Roshiva for 22 years. Rabba was Nifter at what age? Anybody? What age was Rabba Nifter? At the age of 40. 
So in other words, when did Rabbi become a Roshiva? 18. When he was the Roshiva at the age of 18, they asked him this kasha, and nobody knew the answer. If this money is considered money, not a knas, it's a money that it goes to the point that's such a monetary obligation that it goes all the way to the sons. It doesn't go to the girl that was violated. Then why in the world? Yeah? If it's money, then why do we say that? Why does it say that it, she gets it? We said it's money. And we're saying that she gets it, last my mind. So everybody explains here why did Rav Yosef, as soon as Rabbi was nifter, says the Gemara, Rav Yosef had an answer. What happened? So they say, all the Mepharshim say, well, saw in a few places, that Akash Baruch wanted to show the Olam not to worry about it. Don't pick yourself up and run away. You had a big lambda in Roshiva. Wow, unbelievable. And now Rav Yosef, oh, he's more shitchias. He, he knows... He knows, he knows but he's not such a big lamb. So Akash Baruch Hu gave him a siyat shmai to, fi, to figure this out. To figure out the answer and everybody's asking to the answer. Rabbi Yosef sat down, became the Roshiva, and he answered the question. The word Vinasan teaches us that the Torah said it's not the father's elamishas nesina. Reb Shimon is, he learns in the word of Vinasan. It has to literally reach the father's hand. That's being a sino. V'chikom ha-rabba, m'moyna ha-bele rishlubanov, b'shar knosos. And Rabba was talking about other things, not in the oinus ha-mefata, where the Torah says, m'furish nesina, that it goes only based on the Lashon and the Mishnah's lig voice. Im you speak a lig voice. You literally have to collect the money, has to reach the Father's hand because it says the word Vinasa. Says the Gemara, Elamatak Abi Eved Dichsiv. Ask the Gemara, by Eved says a similar Lashon. Siv, Shleishim Shkolim Yitin Ladoina. It says also Nesina. You tell me Nesina means to hit the hand. Hachinami, Lazikh Tatar Ladin, Elamashas Nesina. Vinasa means in the past that already happened. It has to happen before it's considered the fathers. Yitain is a, the Torah is giving a rule forever. This guy has to give money and it's in the future. It has to be given. Vinasa means it, it has to happen. Says Gemara, Ihachi, so if this, this limud of Rav Shimon teaches us, Vinasan teaches us that the knas of the Oynes and Mephat is different than all the other knasas, right? All the other knasas are different. But by Oynes and Mephat it says the word Vinasan. That what? That it's not considered money even after Gemar Din. So then why in the world did he learn it from the word Vikichesh? It's the word Vinasan. You're right. It's different than all the things in the list, right? We had a whole list. I didn't have the list here. We have, maybe you can help me out. We have salary. We have a pikadoin, a deposit. 
We have a robbery. We had Hashem Saveda. I'm probably missing one. What else? Whatever. You get the point. And then we have Ayinus Mafata, which is different than everything else because it says Vinasan. Yet it's in the list of Vikichesh. It's in that whole passage. Here, going back to Vikichesh, the first word in here, show this chart, chart three. The first word, Vikichesh, it goes in there, but it's not Vikichesh. You're telling me it's from Vinasan. Vinasan takes it out of the chart. Says the Gemara, You're right. A different Vikichesh, and this is, to me, it's a little bit of an interesting, like a tchak kind of. What Rav Shimon meant, is this kind of case, that what? She stood in the Dintaira and she became a Begeres, Umesa, and she died. So now the, the Knas, instead of going, she's dead. So who gets the Knas? The Hosam, Kikiyaris, Avi, Amina, the Dokiyaris. Now the father is inheriting her. And that's mamain. That's considered a monetary obligation. And that fits right in with all the other monetary obligations in all these psukim of the deposits, Tzumasiyad, Gezel, Ashak, etc. Okay. Yochi, Yotzu, Elu, Knas. So why are you calling it a Knas? Mamainu. If it's this specific case of a Begeres, who father inherits her after she dies, so that's real money. That's not a knas. Why are you putting it in the category of knas? And that's the side of the whole sugya. And that's basically going back to that zoo thing that I was trying to say before. When it starts out as a knas, then it's a knas. So you can't, oh, but now it's roaring, and now it's doing this, and now it, it changed into money, and there was an obligation from the bezin. It's a knas. Well, what started the whole thing? Somebody violated a woman, he has to pay a knas. Bezim Paskin that he has to pay it. So now you want to say, well, it's not a knas, it's mamay. No, it's a knas. That's what he's saying. Ikar and knas. let's just do this. Yeah, do we have a minute here? What time do we start? Do you remember? What? How many, how many minutes are we recording? 5-0? It might be Kedai, just to do this quick. Sugya for tomorrow, so we're not, we don't fall back. Okay, Rabshim and Paiter. Aesir, Rabshim and Paiter. Shalom Shalom Kanasal Piat. Someone says the Mishnah, Rabshim says you don't pay Oiz Mafata, there's no carbon Shvua. Why? Because you don't pay a Kanasa based on your own admission. Time to go, Yamad Bidin, it's because you didn't stand in the Dintar. Yamad Bidin, the Mishalom Piat. Carbon Shvua, the Mishalom, Yamad Bidin, the Mishalom Piat. Carbon Shvua, Nami Mechayev. So the Chayra, this is a Kashar Rabshim. Rabshim says, that he's never chayev a carbon shvua, or where it seems like he chayev a carbon shvua. Says Gemara, no. Rabbi Shimon the Vram the Rabbanon Kamerlu. Rabbi Shimon was only talking to Rabbanon. Lididi, according to my Shita, even if he stood in the entire, like we said up until now, Rachman Apatre Mivikichesh. It doesn't matter that you stood in the din, there's a special miyot vikichesh. As long as it didn't hit the guy's hand. But according to Rabbanon, you should at least admit to me. If he didn't stand by the entire dechi kotava knosa kotava, you're telling me the whole time that's a knas. No, I want you to admit to me that's a knas. When he's suing the guy, what is he suing for? He's suing a knas. Why don't you admit to me if he only sued for a knas? He should be potter. 
Rabbanon Savri, but Rabbanon say, Kikotava, Boishizab Gamkotava, you're right. If he was suing for the Knas portion of 50 shekel, you're right, he's potter, because he admits on a, on a Knas, he's potter. But I'm saying that you're chayiv, for the Boishizab Gam, you're chayiv. But Michael Mifligi, on our papa, Rashim is Savali Shavakinish Midi the kids, Vitava Midi the kids. People don't leave alone. Some, he's, he's suing for the Knas. Why? Because it's, it's good money in the bank. The Torah says 50 shekel, there's not going to be any questions here. I still don't know pshat. Why can't it be both? Why can't the guy sue for both? That I don't have pshat yet. If somebody has pshat, let me know. But it seems it's one or the other. When you're suing a guy, you're either suing for the knas, for the oinus, or you're suing for the boys of So Rabbi Shimon says... If I, I have money in the bank, so I know I'm certainly going to get 50, so I'm going to go for that. So I'm suing you to make a shmu on that. And Rehoboth said, no. Since he could get out of it so easily by just admitting, so what is he suing for? What's a better lawsuit? A better lawsuit is to sue for Boish Gam. I don't understand why I can't just sue Boish Gam and Oynas. Fine, somebody has to let me know. Rehoboth said, have a wonderful day. He's glad for showing up now. And you, you better be here by the end of Shas. Looking forward.